this is Shira Humphreys. Welcome to another podcast episode of Photos with Sharita. We're excited to be here and talking about all things photos. How are you today, Rita? I am doing well, Shara. How are you? Uh, it's rainy and gloomy oh, here. Sorry. We don't have piles of snow, so I'm trying hard not to complain. And we do have, you know, water in our basement. So can, oh, can anyone smell that while they're listening? Wet to concrete? That's such I, a gross smell. Okay, sorry. I'm on the third floor, and you know when you're in your house, it's just like you're in your house, and then you leave and you come back, and you're like, <gasps> yeah, that's what I did today because I had a doctor's appointment, and so when I came back in, I immediately called my husband, and I said, you need to stop on your way home and get everything you can for wet concrete odor, get rid of stuff. I don't, I don't have a formal name for that stuff, whatever it is. Yeah. He's got a dehumidifier running. He's emptying stuff. Bless his heart. He's been killing himself. But there's nowhere for this water to go because it's been raining so hard in Georgia, and it's disgusting. And do you guys have a, like a, a sump pump? No. Is that, okay. Do you think we should get one? Is that a hot tip, hey, uh, Oh, Listen, we don't have water in the basement. We never have because I don't think we've lived in the climate that that's a risk or whatever. Yeah. But I think I've read stories about sump pumps. So I, you know what? You. My friend Anne, who's been a guest, has a sump pump, I know. And I actually, we, this is, the basement has only leaked like three times in 27 years living here. So I'll get on that. And um, I should have Phil probably take some photos, too, of that. We've had the wet basement, you know, photos throughout our life. But this time, I'm just not going down there, and the children don't live here. And it's just, but the smell has crept up to the third floor in my office, and it's, yeah, that wet concrete, it just, I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. Anyway, I I know you're sorry now that you asked how I am. But, (laughs) uh, so it's not very pretty here, but I've been working a lot with my client work and um, some family photos, too, that I was having scanned. And that led me to what I'd love to talk about today. And that is what I call frame-worthy photos. How you decide in all of your photo collection, this could be print or digital, how you decide what pictures get like frame-worthy status. Why did they get, why did they get put in a frame? And I can, I'm talking about frames you hang on the wall that you could go and have, you know, professionally framed at a frame shop or Michaels or Hobby Lobby. They have frame shops too. Uh, or just frames that you pick up, you know, that you see and you like. And so I'm going to ask you a question that I know that you would pre- you would prefer if I prepared more before a podcast, but I, I like to wing it. That's my thing, and you know it. So how many pictures do you have framed? I was going to ask you in your whole house, but I don't want you to, like, pause and run around. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for an estimate, and then maybe on the next podcast you could tell the exact count. And, uh, but how many, how many frames do you have, like, I don't know, in the room you're in right now? Are you, you're in your office? So I'm in my office, and if I did a quick count, I have three that are kind of right in front of me, and then on my bookcase I have another one, two, three, four, five, six, about eleven framed nice. photos. Okay. All in different frames. Most of them I picked up at. I think TJ Maxx is one of my favorite places to go to get like kind of. Funky frames. I've I found a lot of them there that I like. Um, 
And then I have a few that are frames that are printed from different companies where they are, where it's you can, you know, integrate the photo and it becomes a frame itself, right? So it's kind of a, a slick way to have that. That way you don't have to have the frame and the photo. They just, it's an all-in-one. So kind of a metal or a canvas mm-hmm. kind of art thing. Okay. Yeah. So when I look, I have four right away, four children, four. I did their headshots of different. Nice. My favorite things. And then on the opposite wall, I have words and they're they're all matchy match. And I was very proud of myself for doing that. So four. And then I look over and I have more shelves, five, six, seven. And then I have an empty frame that, that counts, but um, eight. Something's going to go in there good. And then I have nine, ten. So I have ten in my office. Okay. And I actually counted in my bedroom because I have shelves in there and I, I, but of course I can't remember now. (laughs) That's what happens. I want to say it was 13 because I have little and big and uh, anyway, I ask this because I think this is a, is a thing that gets people stuck. I've, I've talked to clients and friends and they're like, Oh, I love that. And they'll come and they'll say, Oh, I should do that. I want, I need to put more frames in my house. And I'm thinking, that's just for me, it's just so automatic that I wanted to talk about it. Like, how do you determine what is frame worthy and what gets that special status um, to be put in a frame? And I, I know one thing that intimidates me about it, just in terms of decorating. I always, I've, I've read and I've seen people talk about um, a gallery wall. Yep. <laughs> and that, that just puts fear in me right away. I think, Oh no, I can't. I can't. I can't plan it. I can't figure it out. The other thing is, um, I've seen it both ways, and it stresses me either way. Should they all match? Should they all be the same finish? Should they not match and be eclectic? You know, uh-huh. and I think that's all such a personal choice. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like I remember when we had this framed hallway right here where I'm at my office of all the kids when they were little, and we finally took those down and you know painted. We do that on occasion. And Everett just came over this week and we were laughing so hard because I'm having the pictures in the frame scanned because they're oak, you know, from 1991, right? They they don't go with anything anymore. And they were professionally done. They have meaning for me because one of my dad's really good friends owned a frame shop in Illinois and he framed all of our prints, you know, the just... those ones of first baby. And so Everett, I said, look, don't you want these for your apartment? And for some reason, he did not take them with him. But he did snap (laughs) pictures of them because he was laughing. I go, look, you were kind of a little chunky monkey here. And he just, they made us laugh. He had acid wash jeans on. I mean, it was so 1990. He was born in 89. Yeah, I have this pile of suspenders. I have this pile of these oak frames, and I need to, you know, do something else, like reframe them, update them, whatever. Okay, so you've got that old-fashioned wall. Then you've got the new cool gallery walls. You've got floating frames. You have all this kit. Okay, we're not even, I haven't even got to printing the photos. I don't know how to pick out the frames. And (laughs) so that's why I wanted to talk about it. But I want to say that as I thought about it and the frame-worthy concept, I have to say that I do a little bit like I think you were saying. When a, when I see a frame I love, I buy it. 
Mm-hmm. I, don't, it doesn't, I don't know what picture is going to go in it yet, but if I'm at a store and I love a frame and I'm attracted to sparkly and I, there's just certain things and I think it's absolute style related to your own style in your house, you know, your own personal style. But whatever, if you love that frame, buy that frame. Just buy it. And you will find a photo that will be frame worthy, right? That it will fit in that frame perfectly uh-huh. at some point or you'll make it fit. Right, because we could do so many things with digital now to you don't have to have the exact five by seven or four by six or whatever. Would you say that's how you've gone about framing things? And you we've never talked about this. I just want to know how you pick them out. Well, I do exactly what you just said. It's kind of said that at the beginning, right? Is TJ Maxx seems to be one of my favorite places to go, but when I find a frame there, I I I buy it and I don't have necessarily a photo picked out in mind. That's going to go in it, but um, that's what I do. And you don't even know where you're going to set the frame. Is that true, or do you already have a place in your head for it? I don't have any. Um, I don't have any place designated. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, so you buy these random frames, and then you have a drawer or something, and this might not go with, you know, the minimalist um, lifestyle of many that, you know, they don't want clutter. But for me, picture frames are never clutter. I just love to, you know, put special pictures in all of my rooms. So when I walk in, they make me smile and all that. So you get the frames, and then you kind of wait, like, is there some frame whisperer moment that you see a picture and you're like, oh, that'll go great in that frame I bought at TJ Maxx. I'm going to print this. <laughs> no. Actually, what I do, and that's funny, but actually what I do is I keep all the frames that I buy because I might be a little bit of a hoarder um, mm-hmm. in one spot, in one box in my okay. house. And we've moved, okay. so it used right. to be a little bit more formal of an occasion or of a, a spot where I keep them, and now it's kind of a box. And... um when I have, when the occasion presents itself, you know, and I, I um, usually think that when we frame photos or decide to frame photos, it's because there's been an occasion that's happened anywhere from maybe a, a, a new baby being born to a wedding to um, a graduation, a, a big celebration trip, a reunion, whatever it is, whatever makes your heart really smile and that you have photos that, you know, that shouldn't be, you know, stuck in the computer. That shouldn't be just something I'm swiping on my phone and smiling. That needs to be in front of me. Um, that's when it motivates me to print those out. And then I go through my frame box and find the frame, pop it up on my, you know, in my office or um, down in the living room area. Um, and it, And I wanted to say one thing. I'm kind of going backwards to something that you were saying earlier about that gallery wall, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. a classic frames or um, they all match. Either one of those would be fine. I know I'd pick the eclectic before matchy match, but the thing that stresses me about that is I want them straight. I don't mean they have to be lined up. I mean, I don't want them crooked on the wall, like yeah. hanging crooked. So when the kids come through and the door slams and the frames uh-huh. now tilt, that's my stress point. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. So my, my hot tip on that, and I know everybody, so I know those, um, like 3M has the, those, what are those hooks called? No, that special adhesive. It's, I, I have it on my, or a command, 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 command. Okay. Yes. So I've yes. heard people use those on the wall so it doesn't peel the paint, but here's my really they famous. They peel the paint. paint. I've used them. They I peel know, the paint. I, 
Thank you. They peel my paint too sometimes. So I don't believe that. But I also, um, and I have good paint in a couple of rooms, but paint on another rooms. Okay. But here's my little thing that I've done for so many years. You know that poster tacky that I'm holding it? It's called mounting putty. Yeah. Like, yes, so I do. I take a glob of that and I warm it up. You know, it feels like clay. And then I stick it at the bottom of the frame on the wall so it stays straight. So I like the idea. Tell me again, what is the formal name of that? Well, okay, so I'm holding it. The sticky stuff, the sticky clay-like substance is mounting putty. And let me see what it says on here. It mounts artwork, photos, papers, and other lightweight items. Works on most porous and non-porous surfaces. This is not an ad for this, but it's funny. Because this is from Target, because I know it's up and up. But it says, compare to Scotch removable mounting putty. And it... And the big thing for me is um, they, they've they had blue and yellow, and that leaves like kind of what I think of a little grease mark on the wall. I remember I always look for the white, the white putty mounting. Uh-huh. Putty. Yep, yep, and yep. I have the strips. And anyway, I always stick a little bit of that under any photo that would move, like in the frames, because the straight thing drives me nuts, so too. But I, I think the gallery wall stresses me about the space in between the photos, the line of sight on the wall, different sizes. I don't know. There's just a lot of stress. That might be another podcast, like how to do a gallery wall. Maybe we'll get like an expert on about it because I'm just going to, I'm talking about frame worthy, just those. And and I love that you said those milestone things, you know, Mm -hmm. birthday and graduation, that kind of thing. I got to tell you that some, some of my most favorite photos now and it probably wasn't this way earlier in, in um, with kids younger, but now are the candids. I mean, yep. I just love the candid snapshots that I could frame and love. And, and sometimes I just know after I take one with a friend or I, I've got the kids a certain way, I'm like, that's going in a frame. That's my mental, like, oh, I'm going to print that. But I don't, I don't spend a lot of time or energy. I just, I like, like you, I have some, loose frames. I can't say that I have a designated space. Might be a drawer upstairs and downstairs with frames in it. I maybe should consolidate. But I could find a frame. And if I couldn't and I had the picture, then I might search it out online or, you know, at a store. The other place I love really fun that I I know I've gotten special frames from in years past that I still love to this day is Pier One. There's another. Oh, yes. like yeah. anybody, yeah. Like Is that they're still in business, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, I think so. Yeah. Pier One, Target, TJ Maxx, those would be like my favorite frame places. Although I also have found a couple of things I like at Hobby Lobby or Michaels, but um, our listeners might not know because we we haven't shared, you know, some of our. Uh, personal details, but I don't like shopping and craft stores really put terror in my heart. They like, I get really anxious because I'm not crafty. And so there's just too much stuff in there. And I just, I kind of, if I, I go in with one purpose in mind, like if, if they had, if I needed mounting putty and the only place that I could get it was the craft store, I would walk in and I would find the clerk and I'd go, do you have mounting putty? And then I'd say, what, where? Cause you show me where, because I get like, I start to break out in hives and craft stores. Uh, so that's just me. Just saying. Uh, so along that along that lines of, of not shopping, I do want to share with our listeners that, and I, I, you know, it depends. If you've searched on the web, you've come across this. But there are companies now 
that allow you to um, upload your favorite photo, pick from a variety of frames that they offer from shapes and sizes of all sorts, matting and without matting, and uh, they will assemble that frame that you've selected and send it to a loved one. And we did that, I did that um, about, I think, two years ago for my dad for Father's Day because my son had graduated from high school, so there was a picture of us four kids right, all together, and it was probably, um, they probably did not have the photo of the four of us kids together from like 20 years ago was probably the last time. So, and it was so sweet to be able to send that to him on Father's Day, and it comes framed because I think when we have favorite photos that we share with, you know, relatives, family, friends, they enjoy those, but then it's just another photo, whether it comes through email or on their phone, or you even send a print um, via snail mail, right, which I do, then it just goes in their drawer or whatever, and, and to be able to send it to them already framed, and you don't have to do the work, it's a real win, and we'll share that company's name um, with okay, you in so, the show notes. So you're going to love this. I'm going to give the company the plug right now. They're not sponsoring okay. this podcast or anything. Maybe they will later. But I remember it, too, when you said that. I, I forgot yeah. that I had tested a new company, and, and they're still here. I actually just went while you were telling that, and I swiped on my phone and went and typed in the word frame in, in yep. search on my iPhone. Pictly, P-I-C-T-L-I. And, yes, we'll put it on the show notes. But that was slick, and I had forgotten all about it, and now I'll I'll probably, like, go order a couple now. But anyway, yeah. you go in there, and you it, you give it access to your camera roll. It's an app. And then you pick the photo, and then you can Swipe to see all these different size frames from Instagram sizes of squares, five by seven, four by six. And I did. I ordered one for my daughter and it was, mm -hmm. and I loved it. And it comes gift wrap. Such a adorable yeah. gift. It's like, just a really neat. I mean, I would want that any day over flowers. Okay. If my husband like thought of that and did that, um, which he's never going to because no, that just isn't going to happen in terms of pictures. But he knows yeah. I'm a picture mom. That is so awesome to to be able to do that right on your phone. So there's a great way to determine frame worthy, right? Like right from your phone. If you right. don't have any frames and you don't want to go buy them and you don't like shopping like I don't. Um, but there's some great ideas. So you've got just randomly pick up frames when you see them in the store mm -hmm. um, and have a little place set aside for them. Yep. And and then uh, don't worry about, don't stress yourself with any gallery wall at this moment um, in terms of just surrounding yourself with some of those special pictures. Sometimes it might be what I'm doing, these older pictures now, we're getting those scanned. I do this so often with clients and then neglect my own. And I, I stack them all up, those old oak frames. And I said to my husband, look, we'll, we need these all scanned. And then let's put them you know, we'll display them in a different way. I don't know. I just want to have a digital copy. And then some of them may make their way back into a more updated frame, kind of like, you know, not Harvest Gold and avocado appliances. Okay, that's even older, but, you know, or shag carpet, a perm. Yeah, that's what these pictures are. Um, but they still make me smile and even laugh, and I think of all the memories associated with them. So I think I want them somewhere. I'm not sure where, but I that gives me the option to, to still consider them frame worthy, right? If I get yeah. the digital copy and then I could um, put them somewhere else or, you know, I can, I can take, I, I guess the big thing is like, did you ever frame those 
eight by 10 and 11 by 14s of your kids when like baby, like Penny, JC Penny's Olin Mills studios portrait things. Did you ever frame those? You probably were never that uncool. Did you frame those? So, um, well, we, I never did the JC Penny. We, they, some local photography shop or whatever okay. Okay. had that thing. So they were curated a little, a little less, um, with like doodads in the background or fun uh-huh. background. Okay. But I think those, I did. I, okay, they were well, so, my I kids think that, and don't you encounter this with your clients? So, so 20 years ago, they looked great, but now you don't, like, what do you do with those 11 by 14 pictures that you had professionally or, you know, just DIY framed? Yeah. What do you do with those now? So I don't yeah, want to, yeah. Another podcast, another podcast. Let's talk about frameworthy in, you know, current present day. And I think those are some great ideas. You can look for that app. Um, Go ahead and print uh, like we've talked about before on the uh, last podcast, right? Podcast 17, we talked about printing photos. So print those and get them in frames, frameworthy. Yeah, and then I also want to add in, we were talking a little earlier about, you know, how do you decide what photo is? And um, don't forget moms out there. Don't forget to include photos, sweet photos of you with your kids. Um, your kids love to see those photos as much as sometimes I think we're overly critical about how we look in photos. Um, make sure that some of those are, are some of those favorites that you have, even if they're tiny little ones, and, and get those framed for your kids in their bedroom. They really do. They do love those types of photos. So, you know, keep that, that special people it, that, you know, are close to your heart. Frame some of those, too. Um, I yeah. think that's I think that's meaningful for everybody. Most definitely. I love that. And and I I think you gave me another task now. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to count all the frames in my house for a future podcast just so I could tell you my number. I want you to tell your number, too. And okay. then I'm going to count out of that how many of them have me in them. <laughs> So there's a little challenge, I guess. And I could think like a couple, but certainly mine are almost all of my kids and, you know, grandparents. And I always love them. For some reason, I always just gravitate towards pictures with them with their dad. And that's probably because I took them and I wasn't in it. And yeah, yeah, and I don't like pictures of myself that much. But I, I hear you. And that's a great suggestion for everyone to, you know, put yourself out there too because the kids and family want to see you in the picture and it's hard when you're always the one taking the picture. So, all right. Well, I love these tips about frame worthy photos and bringing them back into your life because it, I, it makes me smile whenever I walk into a room and I see my family from, you know, it could be a five-year-old shot. It could be, yeah, uh, a year old. I just like to see them, and photos just bring us back to those sweet moments and times. Well, I, so. and I also want to remind everybody: we've had a couple podcasts where we've talked about the next play digital frame. Oh, yeah. So if you can't decide on just one frame, don't forget. Yeah, if you can't decide on just one photo, you've mm-hmm. got one frame there that can show a variety of photos, and that helps with some of that maybe anxiety of picking the right one or printing it out. So that's always a great option too. Yeah, the digital frame. I mean, I love my playlist because, yeah, it might be a photo junkie. Um, I'm just, I'm saying out loud. Yeah, 
photos everywhere. Well, you should be a photo junkie. That's kind of our, our profession slash passion. So I think we can say that that's a, a fine it's adjective. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, good. Well, thanks for listening and joining us on another episode of Photos with Sharita. Definitely hop over to uh, photoswithsharita.com and uh, podcast, and you'll see show notes, and we'll uh, put links up for everything we've mentioned. And you can go out there and find some really cool frames and sprinkle those throughout the rooms in your house. Mm-hmm.